Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, what is an extension of Peaks and Valleys. In this space, we seek to share the table with storytellers and seekers alike, hopefully and almost certainly over a great cup of coffee because we know that brings people to the table. We seek and want to see you flourish in your mental health journey. I'm your host, Jonathan Coggins. And I'm Kyle Ridgely, and I hope that this space is safe and inclusive for all. Welcome to the table. Hello, Peaks and Valleys, and welcome to another episode of the Pour Over Podcast. As always, welcome to our table here. I'm your host, Jonathan Coggins, and joined by our other host, Kyle Ridgely. What's up? Kyle, how are you doing? We're recording this on a Monday. How are you doing on this Monday, my friend? Well, I mean, Mondays are a little different for me lately. I mean, over the last couple of months, Mondays are just another day. You know, um, sometimes I forget it's Monday because, you know, I don't really have, you know, a routine, a schedule anymore. So, um, so a lot of my routine now is filled with other things like, you know, reading books that I've had on my reading list for ages and haven't had time to read and, you know, journaling and, um, and doing some doing some other trainings and stuff like that for for other future things and uh yeah so that's pretty much what my days consist of so again Monday is is just another day um it's not like the start I mean it does feel great not to have the Sunday blues but that's true um, that's the bright side I guess but uh you know just the ADHD life and having that consistency it's kind of hard like we've mentioned in other episodes it's just uh that's what's been hard for the last couple months is like when there's not that consistency at least for me and my ADHD experience is like it it kind of time there in general um time is not uh it's irrelevant almost it's like an hour could mean (laughs) a day for uh, people who have ADHD. So time is just not, it just does not, it's a concept that our brains just can't really. I mean, when we're talking all the time, when we talk about like, how you should go do this. And I'm like, oh, it's going to take so long. It should only, t- it's probably gonna take me an hour to do that. And you're like, Kyle, it's only going to take you 10 minutes, but it's just that idea. The concept of time is, is so yeah. it's hard to grasp, um, you know, innately in yourself you know I mean I know what a what a clock looks like I know what time it is but just understanding how long something can take and how each step could be monotonous or each step could be you know um the ADHD brain could be like ah, it could take me longer and so yeah. um so yeah that's that consistency that's not there um it 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 is taking a little while to get used to so um but other than that I mean I'm pretty good, I guess, mentally, I guess. Um, had some little bit of roller coasters of just emotion over the last couple of days. As you know, we hung out on Memorial Day weekend. That was a little bit of a roller coaster. So um, but yeah, other than that, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. No Sunday blues, I'm jealous. <laughs> Well, when you say that and then you don't have many more, then you kind of miss them because <laughs> yeah, at least you get out of the house. So, yeah. All right, guys. So today is going to be this episode is going to be a little different. And our next one. When I was thinking about it. You all have heard, you know, bits and pieces of mine and Kyle's own stories and journeys uh, with mental health and uh, deconstruction as we've talked about on here and journeying through that but not really like fully what get to know your hosts get to know their own journey and story so I thought it would be good for us to interview you can't see me but I'm quote unquote uh, interview each other really just uh having a conversation um 
and Cal today is going to quote unquote interview me and kind of just uh, flesh out, you know, some questions and uh, just me share my own journey and story. And so hopefully that uh, you guys will not only know me better and then when Kyle's episode releases, know him better, but, but receive some encouragement and hopefully some, some tools for your own journey uh, through us sharing our own story. Um, so I, I thought this was especially a lot of the topics that we've talked about and sharing those little pieces. I thought it was a good time to do this, uh, to, to share our own journeys. Um, so with that, Kyle, I'll just hand the reins over to you and let's get into it. Okay. Well, I don't usually lead these things. I'm usually the backseat driver that makes flippant comments in the background. So, um, <laughs> or interjects every once in a while, but introvert to me, but, uh, we'll do this. We'll do this, uh, Kyle style. So, um, I like that. We'll do this Kyle style. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I guess a good place to start out would be like, give us like the lowdown on like, you right now like where are you at right now in your theology um and what you uh feel like you've let go or where you're at now what where uh where are you centered at now and where do you land now mm. it's a good place to start i like that where am am i at now i would say and i've i've mentioned this um you know, on the podcast, me personally, where I am now, I am somebody that still loves Jesus. And I've said that. I'm somebody that still wants to follow the way of Jesus, of loving your neighbor as yourself, pursuing goodness and justice and joy and all those things within the world to see people flourish, to see my neighbor flourish. I, I think, I believe that that's what, when we say, quote unquote, the gospel, I believe that's what that is, um, is, is seeing a world where there's freedom, not just internally, but externally. Where is where there's injustice, we 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 bring goodness and justice. Where there's inequality, we bring balance and equality. And fully holistically caring for humans again internally and externally and that i mean that that's part of the reason that you know started this community peaks and valleys was to to see people cared for holistically right it, it's this is a for me this is the outflowing of my you know wanting to pursue the way of jesus and so where and we're going to get in you know to to this but where a lot of that you know looks very different differently for me that's kind of where i've landed now hmm. yeah that's a good i guess that's a good place to be for you how do you feel about that where you're at now ah <sighs> It is, it is honestly a place I didn't think I was going to land because throughout this whole journey, and it's really been since like, I mean, it really started in 2017. And when you want, you know, to take us back to that, Kyle, like we can, but there's been a lot of flowing like 
to and from for me in this journey. From one day or one week, I would just feel like I mean, I'm an agnostic, you know, and then there will be other days and weeks that, yeah, I can I can hold on to this this Jesus thing. Like it was just very, very much so an ebb and flow. Like, you know, I mean, honestly, just just days where I was just like, screw this Christianity thing. Like, forget it. Um, There's too many issues. There's too many problems. Uh, There's a lot of things that I thought I was certain about that I'm not totally not certain about anymore. So it is just looking back on my journey. It's a place that I didn't think I would confidently land into, but I have. Um, and again, we'll we'll get into more of the details of that. But um, I would definitely say I've more more I feel more free in that journey of you know um, you know try my best to follow the way of Jesus. So yeah, I like the word free. It is definitely freeing to relinquish all those things that uh all the rules and the this is the way you have to be and this is the way you have to believe in order to be you know a christ follower um or a jesus follower um and being able to relinquish that and just say that it's okay where i'm at and you know and i believe that god honors that you know so i think that's a great place to be so i guess coming off of that where, you know, you did mention in 2017 that, uh, you know, this is where this journey started, you know, is there one thing that you could point out that kind of, uh, I guess, called that out in you to, to start that process of deconstructing? Or was that one moment? Or was it a series of moments that led up into uh, to where you are today or just 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 kind of random it just kind of happened yeah so man a lot a lot you know when you know and I I shared this you know with with you Kyle when uh, we moved up to West North Carolina in 2017 that that was it was it was my first step in deconstruction, disentangling, whatever you know you want to want to call that. But that was my first step. Like it, that was the step where I said, because I grew up, you know, in conservative evangelicalism, specifically the Southern Baptists, right? And remember, I told you in in 2017. Like that was my first step. Oh, like away from the Southern Baptist Convention. Like I'm moving away from that. I don't feel the need to be in the denominational boundary. Like I, I, I need to explore on my own. Ended up going to <laughs> a, um, non-denominational and i'm putting that in in quotes you love the quotes tonight don't you yeah (laughs) non-denominational realistically you know strong ties to the southern baptist convention and but it was it was still it was still a different experience in some ways it, it definitely wasn't now it, it definitely had its major issues but i i didn't i didn't notice as much um, legalism that i had grown up in because like in you know in my house like you you didn't drink like at all you know, and there there were, you know, pastors on staff that I was going and having a beer with. It never experienced that before, ever, you know. Was definitely different. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, 
had those ties and and you those things you you saw them expressed every now and then you know the still southern sometimes fundamentalist mindset within within that certain body so then i mean i are really you know kind of stayed in that context all up until covid hit yeah i mean i stayed consistently uh, serving and volunteering i mean i i would ran the uh, the coffee you know and i was over the volunteers for that naturally you know coffee me mm-hmm. um yeah and then and then covid hit and we you know we the whole country shut down church closed uh we pivoted to um and, and and you were there you know we 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 pivoted to outdoor services and really doing what um you know a lot a lot of other churches pivoted to during covid um either like online you know or doing outdoor services then comes the not only covid not only covid but you know there came black lives matter and uh, political unrest um, surrounding uh, trump and the the election in 2020 and then and I'll get into this. Brevard Community, uh, the church that we were going to, saying the same thing that a lot of other churches were saying that we're going to be different on the other side of this. We're going to, we're not just going to go back to the same old thing that we've been doing. Um, Something's going to shift. Something's going to change. We're going to learn something, you know, out of this season. And so it was a combination of all of that. And then it was it was very disappointing to to see Where where do I want to start with this? Here's here here's here's where I'll I'll start with this part of it. So when George Floyd happened and Breonna Taylor and Maude Aubrey, and then digging more into that conversation of racism and white supremacy in America and I mean, honestly, my complicity in a lot of that as a white dude in America and just not knowing a lot of things, not knowing a lot of things about my own tradition and the church's major complicity in America. And then watching the church that I was going to have the the typical oh we're going to have a conversation about you know racial reconciliation and then we're just going to move on right like a lot of other churches did and and not saying that it's not good to do those things but it it's felt to me like we're just putting a band in on this. We're going to have a conversation about it. Beyond that, anything else um, is 
picking a political side or something, actually going out and fighting for and pursuing justice. We're just going to we're just going to have a conversation and then we're going to move on. And a lot of again, I'm not saying that having those conversations are bad. It, it just seemed very virtue signaling, hmm. I think is a good word. And so that that was kind of um I just thought like why why aren't we talking about this more? Like why aren't we talking about historically the especially the southern church's complicity in racism and white supremacy like let's unpack those things they may be really uncomfortable to talk about but let, let's unpack them because that's how that's how change happens that's how repentance happens right changing we're going to do something differently we're going to actually talk about this we're going to see how we can enter in this conversation and see change in our communities when it comes to this there was not really a whole lot of that and so then um you have goodness like trump and that whole conversation and just the unwillingness to to stand up to a man that uh, tried to, I mean, really a large swath co-opted um, evangelicals uh, for his own political gain. And and there was a a certain I need hold on I need a backup on this point so I think it went when did um BCC change over to Biltmore Cow it was in 2020 okay 2020 a larger church in this area adopted BCC took over BCC and I was cautiously optimistic because I, I was still in this mode of, you know, they're, they're different, they're hip. Like they, they seem on the outside, on the surface, like seem shiny and cool and, liberal you know more open and then realizing there was a they, 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 this was one of the things for me with that there was a certain representative from north carolina they went to one of their churches and who was very very Christian nationalistic that pretty extremist said um, some violent things. And I never really heard any denouncement of that from uh, the church. And so that was kind of disheartening. And then I finally was like, you know, I I can't do this church thing right now. You know, screw it. Like, um, because also during that time, and, and this was like early 2021, I was starting to find new voices that were really helping me think about all this Christianity and Jesus stuff and faith differently. Um, because, for example, like I grew up 
thinking that complementarian theology was the biblical and correct way to view you know women's roles and women pastors and all of that stuff but i had found some voices that were helping me think about that differently um that uh, the complementarian ideology theology was actually very patriarchal and hierarchical and uh, when it, it just it just seemed very demeaning at this point to women to me when i was exposed to different voices that that knew their stuff like historians and i mean new testament scholars that knew their stuff not just somebody's opinion out there but actual scholars that was on the other side of this conversation and so i started getting all these all these feelings inside you know and then I was exposed to, you know, folks like um, Pete Enns and started questioning inerrancy. And then that, you know, kind of, you know, trailed onto uh, the conversation of LGBTQ and all these other things. And Again, I just started feeling these things inside, like, what is happening to me? Like, I don't know which way is up, which way is down, like, like, and this is like when that kind of period started of, well, some days I feel like I'm agnostic, like, screw this Christianity and Jesus thing, and then some days like, oh, like, I feel like I can hold on to this, and the term that I didn't know that really started for me in 2017 is deconstruction like going through and reevaluating you know my own i mean not 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 just like my theology and my faith but like just the way that i view the world um because also um I grown up with this idea that you if if you are a faithful follower of Jesus you can't vote for a democrat right republican 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 conservative values all of that and again when i mean really exploring the conversation of lgbtq inclusion really helped me deconstruct some political things too internally and so like it was a very complicated messy and j just a lot of stuff going on in my head and in you know inside like and not knowing which way was up which way was down like what i believed what i didn't believe yeah, I mean, and I, I finally, I think it was, I think I've been seeing Cliff since 2021. I think it was late 2021. Like, I, I finally got, you know, a therapist full-time. And, I mean, really, like, because it was a lot. Like, I wasn't sleeping the best. Um, my health wasn't the best. It, it was it was a lot like it it i mean it it took a toll on like my my health and my body and my sleep and so it was like i i need to i need to get some help for this right like i, I need somebody to that is versed and skilled in you know talk therapy and see where it goes from there 
I mean, out of that, like I, I learned that I have, you know, my own like trauma, like from like fundamentalist Christianity, conservative fundamentalist Christianity that I had to unpack. There were some internal things that, you know, I believed about uh, myself and parts of my journey that wasn't my own, that I wasn't leading, that other people, like not present in my life, but the staunch ingrained beliefs were leading my life. And so... I mean, he really helped me just work through a lot of that internal stuff that I believed about myself and um, being able to lead my own journey, you know, that being wrong because I can't trust myself, right? And so he helped me really unpack a lot of that. and break that down and deconstruct a lot of that and really rebuild it back up, you know. Um, trying to think, I mean, where where did I, I go from there? Um, yeah, I did, did house church for a little bit. Um, I eventually left that because I for my own self I I needed to explore well what does it look like to have a Sunday off you know what does it look like to not have to be at a like a gathering consistently that we call church right what are other things that I can claim as spiritual practices for myself that is good, that makes me whole, um, like being out in nature or, you know, um, meditating, you know, stuff like that. And just go out and enjoy life, a break from, you know, a collective spiritual community right like i i needed that that break like because i've done that all my life i've been told I've, i have to do it week in week out right yeah yeah and i've actually now i found just the major shift in my own thinking about what like that looks like for Jonathan, like for community is meeting every other Thursday with two guys at a brewery and having a beer and talking about life, talking about Jesus, talking about, you know, really whatever. That's a, that's a beautiful form of spiritual you know, community to me is that we can simply just meet at a brewery and have a beer, check in with each other. You know, if we have a conversation about Jesus, like we're going to do that, you know, but we don't have to, like we can just spend time, build up and invest in those relationships, you know, that can be a beautiful practice of spiritual community um, because I, I mean, I've, I've found like through just that, like that, you know, the, I don't remember where the reference is, but the verse that, you know, iron sharpens iron is like, and it's true. Like we, encourage and we lift up and we we build each other we we carry each other's burdens like whenever one of us have had a hard week you know we we get to share that with one another we get to encourage one another and so 
yeah well that's a definitely I know part to the story that story I've been a part of it with you I mean we were roommates through majority of that process and kind of shared some of the similar frustrations although they might have been different experiences different personality and, and things like that it was I remember those days and <clears throat> we uh definitely have been through it for sure um on that note saying that you know we've been through it and I know you mentioned a little bit about your own mental health and your journey with that and wrestling all the feelings and being uh kind of unbalanced of I'm here I'm there um <clears throat> I'm frustrated I'm not I'm happy I'm sad I'm I don't know what to feel all those things you know where what could you say would be um what did you what did you learn about yourself in this process and what did you learn about people like the humanity and people um if that makes sense this journey you know how did that identify for you and what did that teach you you know yeah for for me like what did I learn about me and what am I still learning about me in this journey um is that and I'll I won't go into you know too much detail on this um just because you know it involves you know my dad but I mean I've had to unpack some stuff with you know my relationship about my dad you know in therapy and I never um really thought that and I, I love my dad but not every parent is perfect I I never thought because of parts of our relationship never thought that I could be or was resilient but one thing that I've learned about myself and and through unpacking some of that stuff is that I am resilient that there is resilient re, resi, resiliency oh what a word um in me like I am gonna make it you know now it I've it, it was a journey of getting there and it was coming to the realization and we've talked about this you know on on other episodes that you know other people do not define or drive your journey like you know and so it took breaking down some of those things for me to realize that hey like Jonathan you are resilient like you are making it like you are doing okay you know um I definitely learned that about myself because I honestly like I because of the context I grew up in, like I didn't think I was. Part of that is like, you know, this this idea that every single thing you have to rely on God for. Like it, it can never come from you. You you were a weak, you know, filthy rags, all those kind of things. But once once I broke down a lot of those harmful and frankly toxic things, I realized, oh, you do have resiliency in you. You do have ways that you're adaptive and you can make it. And even when up feels like down, like you can still make it through because nobody defines my journey, right? That I, I can trust my own self for directing that journey right and so i've i've learned jonathan you are resilient like you can make it through you know now what i've learned about you just people and humanity is i mean part of the reason that you know i i started peaks and valleys and and want to you know, build this community and continue to bring conversations and stories is because humanity is way more 
complex and nuanced than my than my my context that I came out of gave me. It was always very simplified. We are either the best way to word this i i guess just you know we're either you know i'm i'm really i'm trying to think of how to how to word this i guess i guess exclusionary that that may be too strong of a word I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but humans are complex and way more nuanced. Yeah. Well, like, you mentioned you mentioned a lot of times, I think, through your um, unpacking and deconstructing whatever word you want to use, uh, that it was <clears throat> very based in this dichotomy. Yeah. The, uh, there you, go. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good word. Good word. Dichotomy. You know, um, the world versus us, right? Um, the good versus evil. You know, the 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 sinners versus the believers. Yeah. You know. Good word. You uh jog my memory. Um, yeah, and so for me with just about just other humans, I learned that, you know humans are way more complex and nuanced and like than my tradition has taught me about the world or culture or humanity like it's it's way more complex than that like i mean just just even within let's just talk about christianity how many denominations are there (laughs) like Hundreds, hundreds of denominations and then splinters in those denominations, right? Like, and so even within like Christianity, like so much more complex because, and this is where the deconstruction intersects with this is like, there are so many other ways that, you know, fill in the blank on what the topic is like, uh, you know, the afterlife or um, LGBTQ conversation or women in ministry. Like there are so many different ways that so many of these things are thought about. And so like learning that, like, you know, just learning all the different ways that people view like who God is like, there are so many different ways what the atonement means. Like it helped me understand and wrap my head around, like humans are way more complex and nuanced than my very specific conservative tradition gave me. And so that really, and that, and that's part of where the freedom comes from, right? Like we don't always need or have to box ourselves or other people in. Like it's where the freedom comes in. Like I, I feel like I can explore, right? And so, yeah, humans are complex and nuanced. And I mean, that's that's part of the reason that, um, going back to I, I was saying it a minute ago, but that's part of the reason you know I I wanted to do peaks and valleys, not only to you know bring good conversations and better mental health for people and tools through other people's stories right bring healing community um is that i know that even like in mental health like humans are complex and nuanced and like um, not everything that goes through uh, their mental health the same way there are different ways in which it happens and so I my goal was to 
bring different voices, different stories, different journeys. And so we can all learn from each other, right? I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that's community. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, so through that, um, what would you say that knowing all that and kind of, you know, you've probably had time to think about these things and like refresh yourself on this journey, uh, preparing for this podcast. So what could you say for future Jonathan as you continue down this path of seeing where you were and where what you're becoming, you're becoming Jonathan for the first time? Um, what could you tell your future self, you know, from here on out? What are some things that you could say? Man. Just, just keep going and don't forget it's okay to lean on other people. You don't have to, you don't have to own it all yourself. Hmm. You know, um, kind of um, breaking down and deconstructing like this. The hyper individualistic, you know, mindset that it is one hundred percent okay to lean on other people. You know, um, again, the the community aspect, right? Yeah, and 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 just just keep going, man, because just just with some some recent things um it it makes me it makes me say yes you're you're going you're going in the right direction um for yourself you know like so recently there's been um outrage over the chosen the the tv show because there was a uh like a i guess a still from like when they were shooting one of their sets and there was a a cameraman that had a pride flag with him and there was some outrage you know twitter outrage over it and Then recently, it's been in the the past month. Um, I think it came out at the end of May, um, but a documentary about Hillsong, and I watched the whole thing. And a lot of a lot of the folks that were raising a lot of the outrage about uh, the chosen and didn't really bat an eye like about one of the most influential churches within evangelicalism the corruption the abuse um yeah and it it just again like i don't know it just The, the the priorities were showing, right? Like we would rather be outraged over uh, a pride little little pride flag by a cameraman than um you know the massive mountain of uh, scandal and abuse and again from from one of one of the most influential mega churches in evangelicalism you know and for t- to to myself i say like 
yeah, like you you keep going. Like you don't want to go back to that, right? And so, and I'm saying that for me. Anybody that's listening, that that's for me, right? Um, I think we should question those things. I think we should think about those things. Um, there's a lot of harm there that we need to think about, right? You know? Um, but yeah, that that's me. Um, yeah, just keep going. Like that, that's what I tell my future self. Because of things like that, like you don't want to go back to that, right? Um, yeah, that, that's some things I would tell my future self. Yeah, some good stuff for sure. What could you uh tell uh our listeners, people who listen regularly and who are interested in hearing uh our stories and um where we came from and some of our uh deconstructing? Um, what could you tell those who are listening? that are kind of in a similar space of maybe just beginning that process or have been through the process with us from day one through the podcast um, and continuing their journey of unpacking these things. Uh, what would you, words of encouragement, uh, maybe, you know, some things that may be helpful out of your journey that were helpful for you and things like that. One one big thing that's, I mean, I, I think that that may, may be a lot of people's journeys that, you know, walk through renegotiating, deconstructing again, whatever you, label you want to put on that, you know, um, your faith and evangelicalism and what you came, you know, where you're coming from, right? is that if if you're navigating through questions you you don't have to have have uh, an answer for yourself immediately like you don't have to figure it out that day right like it journey with it sit with it like sit without having an answer you know, that is okay too. Like it is okay to say, hey, like I'm not, I'm unsure about fill in the blank, whatever it is. And I might be here for three months, six months, a year. Like, and that's okay. Because there were moments in my journey where I was like existential dread because like, oh, I don't like. I'm here, like, am I here? Like, I don't have an answer for this. Like, I don't know what I believe about this. Like, and feeling that need to have an answer. Now, now part of that is like the, the certainty that I grew up with, right? Like always needing to have an answer and the right answer, that, right? But now kind of on the other side of this journey, um, you don't you don't have to have an answer for everything. Um, you can, it, it, it can be uncomfortable, but it, it, it's okay to sit in that discomfort of not knowing and being unsure. That's part of the journey. Um, it's not always going to be that way either. Um, there, there is a, a lighter side to that uncertainty. Um, that's, that's what I would probably the biggest thing that I would encourage people with. Um, it's, it's okay to sit in the d discomfort sometimes of not knowing. Yeah. That's yeah, hard. I think for many of us who have come out of the staunch conservative evangelical spaces um, with all the things that you mentioned between not trusting yourself, um, this need for people pleasing um having the right answer, which is like the cornerstone of orthodoxy. Um, basically, you have to always have the right answer. And reality is you don't have to have the right answer. 
Um, simply being an existence, just being yourself is enough. Um, it's all the things you need. Um, and so I think that for both of us, Jonathan, and your story, you know, I can see those threads or themes go through is that, you know, I am enough, I'm resilient, I can trust myself, and I can question the status quo. I don't always have to have the right answers. And there's freedom in that. Definitely more freedom than what we would say that there is in the, the when we grew up, it was like there's freedom and liberation and uh, in Jesus and in this life of living. And more often than not, we felt, um, at least I can speak from my experience, and I know you've experienced, you've expressed some of these similar things is that I felt trapped. Um, I felt watched. I felt um, I felt more in hell in that space than I did out of it. So it's like, you know, it, it was it, it's that theme that I constantly see is um, even many people we talk to um, and then are also for ourselves is a common theme that kind of runs throughout. Um, but it was great to hear um, all of it come together. And I'm pretty sure a lot of our audience love to hear um your story and some of the bits and pieces of that journey and the ebb and flow. And I know there's more to come because I know there's some things that you're still navigating and you've said that in this podcast and um, we're both navigating. And I think that as we move forward, we have, we're giving ourselves permission to not have all the answers and giving ourselves permission to, Hey, when it comes to this space, that's spiritual, nobody has the right answer. So, um, and if someone parades around as if they do, then I want to ask them, how did they know this? You know, um, did you, did God literally come down from heaven and literally stare at you in the face and say, this is what I said, and this is all that is right. You know, um, you know, um, so I think that that's the challenge is that, you know, we, we face that every day, I think is coming out of that world and those common threads, but I think going they'll, forward, we have, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you, yeah, I do know it's from the good book, the Bible, mm-hmm. but that's a whole nother conversation. For mm-hmm. That's another <laughs> can of worms for sure. And everybody <laughs> has different opinions and all that stuff. Well, um, yeah. Any other thoughts you want to share? If you have any other things you want to share before the end of the episode that you didn't get to share or you want to highlight on or put more importance on or stamp it of approval, whichever one, you know, whatever you, however you want to put it. I mean, I, I think what the, the last thing I would say is is to remember to find moments of joy. Going through this journey is, again, there, there's discomfort, there's unrest, there's unease. I mean, it, it happens, you know. But make sure you, you carve out and take the time intentionally to find those moments of joy, you know. Go out and get on a trail and just let the sun shine on your skin and feel the breeze. Um, go dance at a concert. Like, you know, I don't know. Find, find those moments of joy. Make sure you, that's, that that intentionally taking care of yourself. Um, so make sure you do that. You know, it, the discomfort will still be there, right? The, the unease and unrest is still going to be there. We, we all, whatever, whether we're on this journey or not, we're humans and we're going to experience these things, right? Uh, but especially on, you know, a journey like uh, deconstruction and, and the intersection with your own mental health, um intentionally find those moments of joy whatever makes you find what makes you come alive and go do that that's what i would say yeah find those things that you like to do and you enjoy to do and do it right 
Well, Jonathan, do you have any closing, uh, close us out or however you want to say it, like we used to do back in the youth group day, pray us out, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Good gracious. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. It's just, sorry, this is a random sidebar. Could you just make me think of this? It's just funny. Like, we, we just almost did a Bible for normal people closing because sometimes it's uh, for folks that have listened to that or don't, haven't listened to that, whichever. It's a guy named Pete Enns and Jared Bias is his co-host. Like, it's one of my favorite podcasts. And sometimes when they're ending out the podcast, Jared will say to Pete, well, Pete, you want to pray to close this out? And every time Jared says that, Pete's like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> we, we, just all, we, we just almost had a Bible for knowing people. There you me. go. There you go. Well. Oh. All right. Well, that was fun. Thanks for interviewing me. Yeah. Um, Kyle style. Kyle style. Kyle style. There we go. Hashtag Kyle style. But yeah, I, I hope you guys really, you know, found something in my own journey. And again, I, I felt like it was a good time and moment and important for us to share our own journeys so you can know us better and hopefully, again, find something that that would be a useful tool for you, you and your own journey. And the next time you'll hear Kyle Ridgely's journey. Mm, that should be an interesting one. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. It'll be good though. It'll be good. I mean, and you're right. And stuff like this, like, you know, sharing this journey, saying it out loud, like, you know, with on the podcast with the community, it, it can be healing, mm, you know? Yeah. So and we've said on this podcast before, and I think we've said in several recent podcasts is that, uh, this process for both of us has been a part of that journey. And I think it's been our own like live journal in a sense of like this picture of all the things that we've been contemplating and have been frustrated about or needed to speak out openly about. And uh, through that, that, that sense of like belonging, we met so many interesting people that I didn't even expect to like meet along the journey, like people who were in this same space. If you recall, we were talking about that live podcast recording we went to in uh, Chattanooga and all these people that were like behind the screens during COVID and all these different things going on behind the scenes. And then we, we, all these connections and people we've had on the podcast and people that we are yet to have on the podcast that we're still kind of planning through and, and, and working through, um, one one individual that I think would be a great one to have back on is uh, Jessica Harris. She's talking about trauma. Um, she we've uh, me and her talk back and forth a lot uh, through Facebook Messenger, and uh, she has mentioned she'd love to come back on the podcast and share some of her own uh, journey um, and her where she was when she did that episode, and then now where she's at now, and like how all of those things in her life and her journey have have grown and 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 just been this picture of that we all share together so an example of that is just sharing about her um and and that journey it's that connection that community that we're all kind of navigating these similar experiences uh similar like themes and elements but we all have different things we're navigating through um yeah. and different different sets of circumstances but we all have these common threads of we're we're frustrated we, we don't know what to do we ha don't have the right answer all the things we've mentioned in this podcast but it's really cool to see that sense of belonging that we didn't really know was there and people that we would have never met uh otherwise um, i think that's the coolest thing um it was, it was pretty dang cool i mean going to Philly and like hanging out with uh with uh new evangelicals you know yeah and Tim Tim yeah and and then how we kept meeting up and like he's like do I know you and then we would like just hang out and like it was really cool to just kind of be in that space and then all these other connections through that guy like Noah 
coming yeah. on and like sharing his story with Hannah. Uh, so it's just this cool picture of like, so what, what I'm basically saying is that share, share your story, you know, share that, um, that process, because you're going to find people in your community that are specifically going through these similar things. And you're going to just meet people you thought you'd never meet and developing that organically through those relationships and those connections that we've seen. And I've, I've heard from other people who we've been connected to, that's how it happened for them. And so that organic thing that just started happening and we can have jokes like this where I mentioned, like, do you want to pray us out? Like we can have jokes like that and, and, uh, no. and laugh in our, you know, <laughs> the misery that we felt and the frustration and the agony. But then on the other side, we can actually have that freedom to say, no, you know, like this is not, this is not who I am. This is not who I have to be. This is not a rule I have to set for myself. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. All right, guys. Well, catch you guys on the next episode, and you'll be hearing Kyle's stories next. Looking forward to Kyle being able to share his story and you guys hearing it. It's mm-hmm. going to be good. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for again coming to our table, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you.